Good morning, and welcome to Truths from the Trace, a ministry of Natchez Trace Baptist Church. Well, I got my wish for snow. I am ready for spring now. Pray all of you stayed warm and safe this past week. Let me begin by saying, I love Jesus. Yes, I do. I love Jesus. How about you? Last Sunday morning, I covered the previous 21 verses which Jesus declared five times. You have heard that it was said, but I say to you, because the law was unable to redeem, nor could it preserve our souls, so Jesus fulfilled the curse of the law by nailing it to the cross, redeeming us by His loving grace. His law now lives in our hearts. We obey Him not out of a judiciary obedience, but out of love and gratitude. We love Him because He first loved us. So in your response to my previous chant, I love Jesus, yes I do, I love Jesus, how about you? Jesus said the greatest of the commandments was to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is likened to it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and all the prophecies. prophets. Keeping this in mind, we return to Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 through 48. They become the litmus test that our love for Jesus is measured by. By this they will all know you are my disciples, because you love one another. Our nation is being destroyed by hate. United States is a divided nation, filled with violent hatred. This hatred has spilled over into our churches and religious institutions. We used to sing, give me that old-time religion, it'll make the Baptists love the Methodists. We need that old-time religion that will make the Baptists love the Baptists. We need to remember that old-time religion that just makes us love one another. And not only just those of the household of faith. Here Jesus gives his followers a mandate. I declare unto you, it becomes our kingdom's marching orders. Jesus said in Matthew 5, 43 and following, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemies. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, uh, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes the sun rise on the evil and on the good, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what are you doing uh, more than others? Do not even Gentiles do the same? You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Martin Luther King Jr. said, Certainly these are great words, words lifted to cosmic proportion. And over the centuries, many persons have argued that this is extremely difficult command. Many would go so far as to say that it just isn't possible to move out into the actual practice of this glorious command. 
Here, let me insert the word today. The words of this text glitter in our eyes with a new urgency. Far from being the pious injunction of an utopian dreamer, this command is absolute necessity for the survival of our civilization. Yes, it is love that will save our world and our civilization. Love even for our enemies. Jesus drew a seemingly impossible line in the sand, separating historical tradition when he said, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say unto you, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Separating Christianity from religion. The religious leaders of the time were not practicing love for all people. Christianity is defined by our love for everyone. Separating human nature from spiritual birth. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? So it is reasonably easy for you and I to love those who love you most of the time. It is a challenge to love all your family members. There is one in every family. And if you don't know which one it is, it's probably you. Let's be honest. There are even fellow church members it is not possible to love. I bet someone just crossed your mind when I said that. Most neighbors we can avoid when they are obnoxious. I recall a man moving into a new community. He stopped at a mom-and-pop grocery store, and he asked him a hand behind the counter, Sir, what kind of neighbors live here? He replied, What kind of neighbors did you leave? He said, Oh, they were the finest neighbors in the world. And to which the owner answered, You will find the same thing here. After the traveler left, another customer that was overheard the conversation said, What would you have said if he had said they were the sorriest lot I've ever saw? He said, I would have told them you will find the same here. We usually find what we are and what we're looking for. We can even fake that love for one another command of Jesus by saying, Well, I don't hate anyone. I just don't like their ways. You can Even make yourself believe that. Lest I forget, let me make it as clear as mud. They are no loopholes in God's word about loving one another. In John chapter 13, verse 34, he said, A new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. Jesus set the standard as seemingly unattainable goal higher than just loving one another when he said, love your enemies. Loving one another was almost an impossible challenge, but then he added, love your enemies. He says, That standard set so high, he said, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. 
In John 13, 35, he continued that by saying, By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have love one to another. In little John chapter 3, verse 14, he says, We know we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth within death. You notice how sincere the standard that the Lord has set that we are to love one another if we are children of God? In verse 48, he says, You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. You say, whoa, wait a minute, preacher. Nobody is perfect. That's what I said. This is a seemingly impossible standard that he is setting. But Jesus set the example. He said, as your heavenly Father is perfect, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you love one another. Jesus said, as I loved you, love one another. We love because we do not have to. We love, I am loved, you are loved. We can risk loving one another because we are loved. In big John chapter 15 and verse 9, Jesus says, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you, so continue you in my love. He set the example. He said, The Father loved me, I love you, so love one another. In big John chapter 15, he said, If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in love. Jesus, not only did he extend his love toward us, but also he set the example to love us when we were not lovable. We need God's love the most when we deserve it the least. Finally, within that, Jesus said, I set the example in big John chapter 15 and verse 12. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Jesus said, I have loved you, so therefore you love each other. It is not optional. It is a command. How is it possible to do the impossible? Remember, Jesus is the one that taught us, with him, nothing is impossible. So first, how do we do this? We have got to accept Christ's forgiveness. Experience God's love within your own life. Only by being forgiven of God can we freely forgive others. Honor Christ's command. If we have been forgiven, if we are loved, Christ's command kind of seals off the whole law where he says, love one another. Honor this command, a new command I give unto you. The Lord has taught us that we are to... You say, but preacher, you just don't understand. I don't have to understand. All I have to do is to love you like Jesus loved me, to follow his example. But it is not easy. It is not possible. With Christ, all things is possible. But even so, I rationalized it was not my love. I had tried and did not have the power. It was the power of the Holy Spirit. Loving one another is not an option. 
First, you have to experience the love of Jesus in your own life. Second, we must submit ourselves to his lordship and obedience to his lordship. Refuse to allow hatred to rule your life. Hatred is like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. Hatred ultimately destroys the hater. The greatest revenge you can ever do to your enemy is to forgive, love, and pray for them. Paul said that's like heaping coals of fire on their head. The best way to destroy your enemy is to bring them to Jesus and make them your friends. I love Jesus. Yes, I do. I love Jesus is why I love you. Let me close with Martin Luther King Jr.'s closing prayer to these Bible verses. I have made some minor changes to deal with today's issue. He said, Oh God, help us in our lives and in all our attitudes to work out this controlling force of love. This controlling power that can solve every problem that we confront in all areas. Oh, we talk about politics. We talk about the problems facing our civilization. Grant that all men will come together and discover that as we solve the crisis and solve these problems, the worldwide problem of this pandemic, the problems that are brought on by this pandemic, the political problems, the social problems, the international problems, and yes, even the race problem. Let us join together in a great fellowship of love and bow down at the feet of Jesus. Give us this strong determination in the name and the spirit of this Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us each Sunday morning for Truths from the Trace. Please join us for our online worship later this morning at 11 o'clock on Natchez Trace Baptist Church Facebook page. You're also invited to join us each Wednesday night at 6 o'clock. This week, we'll be starting the fourth division of the book of Psalms, number 90, the Song of Moses. And until next Sunday, may God bless and protect you. As sure as the snow will soon pass, know these troubling days will not always last. Keep on keeping on. God will supply all your needs because our God is faithful. Amen.